the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Friday. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, our final show of the week. And what a week it has been. Absolutely extraordinary. It feels like it's been a whole month packed into uh, these five days. Glad to have you all here with me like I am every night. If you are on your way home, stuck in traffic, hopefully this will uh, just take your mind off of the lights ahead of you and that you just chill, lay back. You know, what's uh Digging the scene in the gangster lean. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I always get to, I always get in the mood to sing. DJ Carrot Sticks is like uh, giving me the d- shaking. Don't be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> 888-344-1170. Are you in a good mood? Are you? You got fun plans this weekend? I would love to hear from you. Uh, if you've got any fun plans you want to share. Also, the question of the night is, it it appears as though, at least there are reports, that Congress is close to a deal on border fencing and that Trump might take it. And there are some rumors swirling about that, that it might involve some compromise on President Trump's part, at least on the numbers. We're going to talk about that. How are you going to feel about that? If you find out that there is a deal to avert a shutdown and it is not $5.7 billion for a wall, the wall is not concrete, the wall is some kind of, you know you know, Swiss cheese, whatever. How are you going to feel? Let me know your thoughts. 888-344-1170. And uh, I'm interested in the thoughts of this next man because he's the guy who keeps it rolling here. Welcome tonight, my friend, (laughs) DJ Carrot Sticks. Woo! It's Friday night. (laughs) Yeah. Woo! You got any big plans this weekend, DJ Carrot Sticks? It's my, well, we're celebrating my mom's birthday on Sunday. Going to my favorite place that two initials ends with eight. Aikens. Okay. All right. They ain't paying. To, they ain't paying for that promotion, there, my friend. So let's leave it at that. But exactly. Happy birthday to your mom. All right. Very good. I'm glad that you're being a good boy and you're going to take your mom out. Hopefully, it's supposed to rain tomorrow morning and Sunday. So hopefully, it's not too bad a weather for you guys. But you know what? Especially when the weather's bad, man. That's when I like to hog down on something really yummy. Tomorrow is National Pizza Day. So another question for you guys is: What's your favorite kind of pizza? You like deep dish? You like thin crust? You like, you know, different toppings on it, you know, because I'm always happy to talk about food. Uh, 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show, on Instagram at Andrea K. Show. And if you're watching and listening on Facebook Live, always a pleasure to have you guys there. Okay, so breaking news. Last Friday, we had some breaking news out of Virginia. Remember that? We had um, Governor Northam two days after talking about keeping a baby comfortable until they decide if and how they're going to execute it two days later he does a video apologizing for the fact because there was no way around it dude's medical school yearbook showed pictures of him uh, with he was either the one in blackface or he was the one in the hood and by the way a little known aspect of the story is uh, that because the next day he came out and said you know what i no longer believe that was me um i never saw that before well i what uh, one aspect not, not many people have talked about is the fact that a member of the yearbook staff came out and said the photos arrived to us by each student in sealed envelopes. We take them out of the sealed envelopes. We mail them back to the student who mailed them in. Okay. 
Anyway, now we, and he, then the next day on Saturday, he says, no, it still wasn't me, but let me tell you about the time I put on blackface and moonwalked as Michael Jackson. That dude's still in office. But there's been more breaking news coming out of Virginia, which leads me into today. Another Friday, another uh, uh, bad news scandal coming out of Virginia, this time against Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax, who said that the first allegation of sexual assault was leaked by Northam and trying in Northam trying to keep his job because it's like, oh, you think you want to get rid of me because I got a penchant for shoe polish on my face. And that's why they call me Coon Man. Wait till you get a load of number two. He's the dude that got accused of rape by a woman out here who I guess is is a professor. And somebody said last night, I think it was Brian Maloney brought up a good point on last night's show. Because he said when it was Kavanaugh's accuser, who was anything but credible, Christine Blasey Ford. They kept calling her Dr. Ford. But the first accuser of Justin Fairfax, who went public, didn't try to do anything behind the scenes, said, I ain't interested in becoming some celebrity. I ain't looking for money. This dude needs to not step in as governor. I'm still I'm still somebody who's pushing for due process, by the way, because I don't like somebody withholding a rape, this kind of a serious charge against somebody, and then deciding to trot it out in an attempt to uh, persecute them and assassinate them personally and professionally. But woman's credible. Now we've got another credible accusation. This one, in some ways, is even more credible. Now she is... Um, she was. She came forward today through her attorneys. Her name is Meredith Watson, and her attorney issued a statement saying that she was raped by Fairfax while the two students were at Duke University. Uh, the to back up corroboration, corro, corro, I can't. I hate that word. Backing up her evidence is claims that she told friends about the rape in emails and Facebook messages. Well, Facebook wasn't around in two thousand. I don't think it was. DJ Carrot Sticks was Facebook around in two thousand. I know I didn't join till oh nine. I don't think I don't think it was invented till oh two, but maybe you know just long before. Maybe they're saying that. Do you have the year? It was for me? founded in two thousand four. It was founded. Yeah, right. So so at the but they're saying that maybe e- she was thinking MySpace. I don't know, or it could be because according to the statement as well that they have statements from former classmates saying that immediately after the rape, she told friends that Fairfax had raped her. So maybe the Facebook messages are are basically just. Uh, on combination of since 2000, she told friends immediately when it happened. She's she's ba- she's continued to talk about it via emails and Facebook messages. This is um, she says that through her attorney, she is not looking for fame, recognition, or money. These are very serious, credible allegations. And yet, still, I'm starting to spend a little bit more time on Twitter than than I used to because, quite frankly, it's just you know it's too hard for me. You know, I kind of run off at the mouth. You know, it ain't really my it ain't, it ain't my my forum to try to get it all out in so few words. But I am spending a little bit more time there. Didn't see anything. Alyssa Milano was still missing in action. So was the Me Too Believe All Women crowd. They're starting to come. Um, oh, breaking news now. Virginia Democrat announces he is introducing article, uh, articles of impeachment for Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax. So there are, all ca- are calls for him to step down. But Northam still gets to stay in office? I'm glad that this guy uh, is facing articles of impeachment. I would like, though, because he has said that he's actually calling for investigations to clear his name. Just as I said with Kavanaugh's accusers, I'm going to say the same thing about Fairfax here. Ladies, if something has happened to you, you've been raped. We're talking about in the 2000s. Go to the authorities. Go to the authorities. 
Why wait 15 years? It not only then damages your credibility in terms of your story, because if it happened to you, why would you not go to the authorities? I get it if you're a college kid and you're scared or whatever, but but once you get older, you're still talking about it. You're still dealing with it. Why would you not go to the authorities? And if you are going to come forward at some point and finally get the courage to come forward, why would you not go to the police department? Because if this happened... And these ladies' stories are credible, but I am one who believes in due process. I believe in innocent until proven guilty because it is the firewall that protects us against an overreaching, tyrannical government from doing what they're doing to Roger Stone, what they're doing to Paul Manafort, what they're doing to Jerome Corsi. The same stuff that can happen there with FBI investigations into white-collar crimes and that kind of stuff can happen in our criminal courts. We, don't, we cannot have a politicized government going after us criminally just because they don't like our politics. But if this happened, they need to be held accountable criminally. It's not enough if this guy did this that he get impeached. And oh, by the way, how in the world is Northam? Where are the impeachment proceedings against him? Let this be a reminder to, to the world that the Democrat Party still stands, as they always have, for racism and the devaluing of life, that they don't care about babies. The end game was always with Roe v. Wade, was always about the destruction of the Judeo-Christian values and principles of this country to usher us into Marxism. And you got to make sure that you don't care. You got to remove God from society, remove the soul from, from society in order to do that. And that's what abortion did. And then inch by inch, because the left is always playing a long game, the goal ultimately, as we talked about with Dr. Marilyn Singleton on the show the other day, it started with eugenics. It started with the plan to devalue life and have a government and a state. That's what helped Planned Parenthood and all of it started with the, with the plan to decide who gets to live or die on the basis of who they think is inferior and who they think is superior. That was always what the plan is. We are living in times where we have 24-hour-a-day news media. We have so much happening in the speed of light that it is a lot to keep up with. But if, if we got to concentrate on anything, let it not be Candace Owens making some dopey comment over in London with the launch of Turning Point UK over there. Flashback Friday to Northam and those, and those racist picks, but all day now everybody's obsessing over that? No. That's ridiculous. Uh, where is the Republican Party in this? And by the way, what Candace Owens said was she was posed a question about nationalism, and she gave a rather inarticulate response in terms of the fact that the left is equating love of country with Hitler. And she did an inarticulate response in explaining that. But this is a woman who probably you know sleeps less than Donald Trump. This is a woman, and I got to tell you, it's tough enough coming in here and doing an hour every day thinking, how am I going to put my foot in it? How am I going to step on myself and and say something that is ridiculous, offensive, sounding stupid? You know, I I go through that all the time. This is when you are under that kind of spotlight, you're you're bound to. It's inevitable that you're going to say something inarticulate. And the left is waiting to pounce on that. Meanwhile, they don't care about a governor talking about the execution of a baby. They don't care. They don't care about that. Uh, We are uh, word is that Congress is close to a deal on border fencing. Uh, There's an article out today. I can't remember. There were so many ones. that This is Washington Times. That uh, House and Senate negotiators are closing in on a possible border security agreement that would fund new new technology, additional border patrol agents, and likely some kind of fencing in certain areas along the southern border. There's no mention of a wall in the deal, 
per, per orders of Democrat leaders who vehemently oppose it. Well, I don't care if it's an actual wall, but they want to call it a bonnet as long as it's actually a wall. Because some portion of the border, I can't remember if it was by Logales or or if it was actually somewhere in the San Diego County, but part of the original fence that was constructed actually at the time when we started building fence has been torn down by illegals. DJ Carrot Sticks, could you research that for me and see if you can see when you get a moment, maybe during the break, what what part of the border where there was a fence that was torn down? So uh, Shelby, Richard Shelby, Republican, said, I gave a a report – Actually, but uh, according to Senate Appropriations Committee Chairman uh, Richard Shelby out of Alabama, that uh, President Trump seems to be more flexible to whatever the deal entails. That word flexibility has some people nervous today. He says, I gave a report on meeting with the president and I thought things were on the positive trajectory as far as maybe concluding the funding, but we are not there yet. He went on to say the deal is likely to cover a far fewer Far fewer miles than Trump wants, however, and the barriers will be far less robust than the steel slat wall Trump favors. Shelby would not disclose whether Trump would agree to less than $5.7 billion he has requested, uh, but he hinted Trump may be willing to make a deal on price. And I quote, it was the most positive meeting I've had with him regarding numbers. He seemed to be very reasonable and I thought urging us to get a legislative conclusion. So... Um, the concern is, is that if he doesn't sign the deal, that he will uh, risk abandonment by the GOP. When's he ever had the GOP? If he had the GOP, if America had the GOP, we'd have a wall. If they fulfilled their their campaign promises long before President Trump. In fact, that was specifically why in 2014, the American people gave the Republican Party control of both houses of Congress in 2014 for two reasons. Obamacare. Because the, the horrible effects of it were taking place. Because remember, they had delayed the effects of it on purpose. And that was when we had the in, in, original invasion of the, quote, unaccompanied minors. There were all a bunch of teenage young gang banging men. We're what? We're going into 2019, four and a half years. And we, America does not have a Republican Party. They, are, they don't care. So if Trump ends up signing a deal that is less than $5.7 billion, is not the full barrier that he wants and not the style that he wants. I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to still pat him on the back. I I can't hang that on him. It's got to be hung around the Republican Party because that's where it deserves to be hung. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, did y'all see any of the fireworks that took place today? There was some yummy, delicious sound bites coming out of the Whitaker hearings today. We're going to talk about it when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is Dan Prof for townhall.com. President Trump was right to declare in his State of the Union address that the tolerance of the ruling elites for illegal immigration is not compassionate but cruel. The Fortune 500 C-suite GOP donors and the open borders Democrat socialist crowd practice similar forms of sentimental barbarism. They both treat illegal immigrants inhumanely as the means to their short-term ends. For the C-suite GOP donor, the illegal immigrant is useful economically, reducing labor costs. For the wild-eyed Marxist, the illegal immigrant is useful politically, increasing the cadre of reliable voters. Both both cohorts demagogue their respective parties with rhetoric that frightens voters away from the sort of compromise Trump proffered, a message consistent with that of the Statue of Liberty. A virtuous immigration policy puts a welcome mat in front of our golden door and opens it to new Americans who will serve the long-term interests of America for generations to come. I'm Dan Prof. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Losing business to online companies? Competitors using social media to rob you of sales? Is your current website five years behind the times or even one? Contact us at Salem Surround, digital marketing that surrounds potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase bottom line. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers. Is your business taking full advantage of digital communication to reach more people? Are your competitors ahead of you? Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. Dennis Prager here with some very personal questions. Have you saved enough for retirement? Do you have the right investments? How will the new tax laws affect you? For answers, I recommend scheduling a meeting with financial advisor Bill Roth. Bill has astutely identified the important issues of retirement finances. Too many people mistakenly believe that they have enough. Bill Roth will meet with you personally to provide his expert opinion. And more than that, you will receive the book, The Raft Strategy, How to Build Your Tax-Free Nest Egg Without Risk, absolutely free. Bill's insight can help make your retirement financially secure. I enthusiastically recommend you schedule a complimentary financial review with financial advisor Bill Roth. It's good counsel. Call 858-673-7574, 858-673-7574, or log on to WLRothAssociates.com, your partner for retirement success. Call Bill, 858-673-7574. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm in the mood to get my groove on. I took a little vacation a couple weeks ago. I danced every night. 
had a super fun time. What's, what kind, what song do you like to dance to? I like to dance to No Parking, Baby. No Parking on the Dance Floor. You don't know that song? Maybe not sung in that tune. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just not seeing it so it's recognizable. You know why I'm in such a giddy mood? AOC and her new green deal, that thing stunk so bad, they had to take it off the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They took down her, her the, you know how um, all, all websites have like the FAQs, the frequently asked questions? Well, she had one up with the bullet points of her new deal. It was so insane. It stunk so bad that they took it down. But you know what? The stench is, but you can't contain that kind of stench when it's out. Uh, J- J- Lindsey Graham, he says he wants Congress to put the Green New Deal resolution to a vote, quote, to show Americans what kind of solutions far left Democrats are offering to deal with climate change. Well, I like the idea, Graham, of trying to hold a vote for this so that we can show the insanity of the left. But here's a couple of points of the way I would have changed that. I would have said to show not what solutions. I mean, he doesn't get to the crux of the issue. Offering to deal with climate change. First of all, he he rests his comment or his his reason for a vote under the presumption that climate change is an actual problem that we need to deal with solving. Second of all, he doesn't talk anything at all about the insanity of the Marxist communist crap that was in this thing from, uh, you know, offering jobs that include vacations and basically the same amount of support for people that are unwilling to work. I mean, Karl Marx, open up your communist manifesto. I don't even think he went as far as what's in this Green New, Green New Deal. Come on, Republicans. Yeah, she needs to be. I, I, I said, I don't want to hear, as I said on Facebook last night, I might have even talked about it on the show. I don't want to hear Republicans giving any validity to the insanity that has evolved here. What they, she needs to be, and all the Democrats, they do, they should take a vote on it. They need to frame it for what it is. Marxist insanity. It's so insane that I think that her new Green Deal, this Green New Deal, whatever it's called, this should be like the litmus test that courts use to determine whether or not you've got the mental competency to, to you know, pay your light bill, your SDG&E bill. Show, show, the, show somebody the Green New Deal. Ask them if it makes sense. And if they think it's a good idea, then those are the people that have to be declared that are not capable of handling their own affairs. No, we can't trust that you're going to be able to pay your SDG&E bill and be able to eat properly or, and, and you know take a bath every day. You're not competent if you think this. Just insane. More insanity, by the way, uh, today in front of Congress. But it was so insane. Talk about showing the nutcases of a party. So A.G. Whitaker gets subpoenaed to come in front of Congress for absolutely no reason whatsoever, except as one Republican said, to try to you know do some form of character assassination and try to f- dig up some dirt on Trump. Dude is an acting AG. Dude basically ain't doing much of anything but filling a seat. In fact, I don't even know why we need to have an acting AG in this instance, because he's basically not really allowed to do anything with the Mueller investigation because the Republican Party has allowed for these special prosecutors to basically be brought in and take complete control of the United States government, do whatever they want to do, be given a blank check and just get to do whatever they want to do. So what was the what was the point of this? So but I, I wasn't going to watch it all. But, you know, I happened to get a few uh, uh, clips from it. And man, he was just absolutely amazing and brilliant. I wish that I could play many more clips. There were no flies on this dude. And not just because <laughs> there was really nowhere for flies to land because he's a gentleman who's hairless. But I mean, I, I want you guys to hear uh, uh, just a couple little clips from him today and the genius that was acting 
acting genius, A.G. Whitaker. Mr. Chairman, uh, I see that your five minutes is up, and so um, <laughs> I'm, we, 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 I am here, I'm here voluntarily. I, we have agreed to five-minute rounds. And <laughs> I think that's a fine place to end the five-minute rule. <laughs> I mean, talk about chutzpah, man. Nadler, that little nut bar out of New York, is going on and on and on doing his thing past his time. Because, you know, it's all nothing but a bunch of show. You know, they're all out trying to out-jack wagon each other, you know. And so he's like, I think you passed your time, brother. And he did it with a grin. See, because it's all about trying to rattle him. Trying to rattle him, you know. Oh, they, and they tried to trick him. You know, well, um, so are you trying to interfere? In the, they reminded me, they all reminded me of, that, of the district attorney out of my cousin Vinny. Do, do you remember that, that movie? They were identical. You know, it was just like the just see if you can find me on the break some clips from uh, my cousin Vinny. That's what the, that's what they're all like today. One of them was like, "Hey, now you said you weren't involved. You you were out of this, Mueller." First, they tried to accuse him and get him to admit that he interfered. Then, when he says he didn't interfere in it, it's like, "Well, if it w- was a witch hunt, then why wouldn't you try to interfere with it?" It's just absolute insanity. But the most painful exchange for any of the Democrat Congress people had to be. Sheila Jackson Lee. Mr. Chairman, may I have my time restored? I think it was at four minutes. Thank you. Again, uh, Mr. Attorney General, uh, the question is, did you have a confirmation hearing and has it been more than 10 years since you testified before Congress? Um, Congresswoman. Can the clock be restored? I'm sorry, what was your, I I don't know if your time's been restored or not. Uh, (laughs) Mr. Attorney General, we're not joking here. And your humor is not acceptable. Now, you are here because we have a constitutional duty to ask questions, and the Congress has the right to establish government rules. The rules are that you are here. So I need to ask the question, and I need to have my time restored so that you can behave appropriately. I will behave appropriately as a member of the Judiciary Committee. When does she behave appropriately? I mean, her whole li- her line of questioning there was really about whether or not he'd gone through the confirmation process. In other words, basically trying to lay some scenario that, you know, they- they've got a right to, like, do some kind of proctolo- virtual proctology exam on the dude. And so, I mean, you know, he basically, you know, dismissed her. He- you know, it's, it- it's like the-, the line at the... The song of one of my favorite rap songs by Orange Juice Jones, where he's like, he's rapping at the end. And he's like, you know, get out of here, silly rabbit, because you're dismissed. That's almost like what he did to her today. It was genius. It was absolutely brilliant. Even Democrats are admitting that they got absolutely nothing on him today. Mission not accomplished. Hashtag fail. Y'all made yourself look like buffoons. And you were bested by a dude who doesn't even have the gig. Okay, really, y'all lost to kind of a loser who didn't even get the job. (laughs) Absolutely brilliant. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. It's time for our weekly segment on education, because the one thing that I think that was missing in the State of the Union address President Trump gave, which was absolutely brilliant. But he didn't talk about the education system and the failures that are happening. We really need to abolish the Department of Education. But we're going to continue. Even if Trump didn't talk about it in the State of the Union, we're going to continue to talk about it here. Because this is really where the battlefield is. It's, it's for the hearts and the minds of the children. 
and how they're being indoctrinated. Bob Walters from Facing Reality in American Education when we come next. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. We know how much you value your child's education. We also know how hard it can be to balance the importance of that education with the cost. That's why our half-price tuitions are back. The Answer San Diego is once again partnering with top-quality private schools to offer half-price tuition for the fall semester. Now you can give your child an excellent academic and arts education in a supportive private school environment for half the regular price. Simply log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for the complete list of schools. There are tuitions for preschool to high school, all at half off. When you find the school you like, give us a call at 844-800-5757. When you call, you can put the half-price tuition on your credit card. It's that easy. Then your child will be set for the fall semester in a great private school for half the regular tuition. Call 844-800-5757 for all the details or log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Money struggles are no fun. If you've got high interest credit card debt, 20, 25, 26%, along with your mortgage payments, why not reduce the interest, get rid of the card payments, and save yourself some money? I just showed one client how to save herself $1,000 a month. How about student loan debt? I can help you pay that off through your home loan without the cash-out costs. What if you're retired with insufficient income but still making mortgage payments? I can fix that. With enough equity, I'll help you get rid of those mortgage payments once and for all. Call me, Ed Personius. I'll help you save money every month, and I'll get you a great low rate while getting the bank to pay your loan costs. What? A great rate and the bank pays your loan costs? Call 949-293-6271. 949-293-6271. Get more money in your pocket every month. 949-293-6271. NMLS number 1610807, DRE number 02026055. Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. Start the new year off right. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. 
Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar Panel Systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. Or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. What was that? Play that. Identical. Identical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, my, that was my favorite scene from my cousin Vinny. That's what all them Congress people reminded me of today. They were all impersonating that DA down there in the South. Trying to get them Italians, them Italians convicted of murder. I'm in such a good mood because the Democrat implosion has just been on the in the middle of great success from President Trump's State of the Union address. The one thing this week, though, and I said it, I said what I, I wanted to hear before the State of the Union address, and I expressed a little disappointment, not disappointment, because I thought it was a phenomenal speech, but the area he really didn't get into that I wanted him to do is talk about the state of our education. He mentioned universities and the cost of tuition, but, you know, that's not to me. That's a problem that we've got, which is really because of of the state governments and their spending. I mean, they're basically, you know, government institutions for the most part, and even private institutions get taxpayer funds. But the real issue we've got in our schools is how the left has hijacked them and turned them from education centers into indoctrination centers. And but you know what? Trump didn't fe- feature it. I, I, I don't I'm not really sure why I would love to see the Department of Education be completely dismantled. And I'd like to see uh, more focus put on this. But uh, take heart, because we have Bob Walters, who wrote the book Facing uh, Reality in American Education, who's going to be with, with me every week. We're going to continue to put the focus out there. And you know what? It's working because American uh, parents and non-parents are awakened now to what is going on and they're fighting back. So Bob Walters joins me now. Hey, Bob, welcome back to the show. Thanks to be here. All right. So um, last time you were on, we talked about the attacks on charter schools. And it's actually getting, and to refresh everybody's memory, not everybody knows what a charter school is. It, let's step back up and t- tell everybody what a charter school is and how even since you were on last week that the attacks on them by the left and now Gavin Newsom is actually increasing. Right. Well, state law passed about 15 years ago allowed the creation, if the local district agreed, to allow charter schools. And a charter school is something set up by either a group of parents or a business who donated their time and attention or some other organization that creates a private school under the public banner. So it's been a very wide success in the state of California since that time. Today, you have 1,250 charter schools in California with 600,000 students in it. Wow. But those schools are mainly non-union. So the teachers' union is on a rampage, and now that they got Newsom in charge of the state, they're trying to get a state law change, which either eliminates or puts a serious cap on charter schools. Are these charter schools performing? Tell me about the performance in the charter schools of the kids versus the public regular public schools. Yeah. 
Well, as an example, um, the Senate Register just recently came out with an article pointing out that of the 13 predominantly African-American students in California, high achieving, 12 of them are charters. And wow. in fact, 85% of all students in the charters are either Latino or, or black. And yet they, the, the union spreads the message that's false. They say it's mainly for upper-class kids or special uh, focus on, on high-achieving kids. It's not true. No. There's 50,000 kids in L.A. waiting to get into a charter school in the L.A. school district because they're desperate to get out of the public schools, which are terrible in how they run themselves. Right. And it just goes to show a couple of things here. First of all, clearly the left doesn't care anything about the African-American, the minority community, whether they're African-American, Asian, you know, what, you know, pick your, pick your minority. They clearly don't care what they care about uh, across every issue is about power and the public schools run by the unions, give them power. And there is more money going and they always want to blame lack of money, which is a way to, you know, uh, achieve a few things for, um, for Democrats. It's, it's a way to try to convince people they need to pay more more taxes. It's also a way to try to demonize, um, you know, wealthy Americans. They want to make everything an issue to justify raising money. When when the real money issue involving our public schools is these unions, and that's partly why they want. They don't care about the any it, kids at all, especially the minority kids and the ones in charter schools. What they want. All of those schools to become union schools because that gives them power and it gives the unions more money. Well, an interesting thing that was also done by uh, Stanford University, the average cost per student is $2,000 less per student per year than public school. Okay, so they get so a better education. The that are in, public, in, private, in charter schools, <laughs> the, the state saves money. Yeah, wow. So they, they get a like better education. Because, yeah. They get a better education and it costs less. And yet there's still an argument about it. And this is why I was disappointed that Trump didn't talk about the education. And we're not even talking about the whole social justice warrior crap that's going on in our schools to where they're not only pushing and teaching this transgender crap on their kids, but they're actually looking to find kids to convince them that they're transgender. And then on top of it, I was talking last night, Bob, I don't know if you heard that Nancy Pelosi, one of her, one of her plans is legislation that will actually remove parental authority over kids so that if kids decide they, you know, they want to be another gender, then um, doctors and parents don't get a choice whether or not doctors put these kids on hormone drugs that will stop puberty. And they're, they're called hormone blockers. And it's unbelievable. I mean, we don't let kids smoke cigarettes. We don't let them drink alcohol. We don't, you know, you know kids aren't even supposed to, you know, uh, decide what they're going to eat for dinner. But we're going to let them take these experimental drugs. It's insane. And that's what they're pushing in our schools. Well, that's, it shows you the power and strength of some of these groups, LBGTD groups, and also the teachers union have got. They're just totally out of control. It is. The, and I, Charter kids, also another study showed that they graduate from college three to five times better than the national average charter school kids. And yet it's mainly minority kids, so it's, it's really spectacular. In the L.A. school district, as an example, they were crying, of course, in this last strike that they need more money. The teachers got to have more money. Yeah. And the district says we're broke. And yet, with the last six years, the number of students in public schools has dropped 5%. But the the cost of the administrations have gone up forty four percent between two thousand fourteen and two thousand eighteen. 
Well, it, you know, administrators, which right. is crazy. Well, Republicans, all they really do when they talk about elementary education is school vouchers. Half the time, people have no idea what does that mean? How does it work? Where Voucher for what? Where do they get to go? I mean, the Republican Party has completely failed the kids here. I don't know anybody else doing a segment tonight or, or at all lately about charter schools, about what it means, about the results of charter schools and how it would benefit minorities. I, to me, this would be not only the right thing to do for kids – minority or otherwise, but it would be a winning argument for the Republicans. It might be a way to help take the state back, if if nothing else, but take our schools back and do right by our kids. And, and it's like nobody's talking about this. But we're going to keep I talking. I agree, and plus they teach real history and real freedom of, of enterprise and everything else. The foundations of our country are taught in charter schools. They're not taught in the public schools anymore. No. That's how the socialism is growing. Are are any of the charter schools, we know that uh, one of the areas for employment where, where they're still lacking, where they still have more jobs than they've got qualified applicants, is in the trades. Are the charter schools doing shop classes in any kind of trade trade classes? Actually, two-thirds of the charter schools have trade shop classes. Where only, three, only 4% of the public schools have shop classes because the, t- the union doesn't like shop classes because they bring in construction people to be the teachers, and they uh, don't like that. It's always so, about power. The charter schools have got, most of the charter schools have shop classes. Wow. Which I think is great. Well, it is great because, you know, the the, the left wants to yammer, yammer and complain about the high cost of tuition, um, but they, they don't do anything to uh, encourage because the left is all about, they're not about individual liberty, individual freedom, individualism of, of any regard. Yeah. They're all about collectivism. So, you know, they want to they shove kids into colleges they can't afford because that's that extends the indoctrination. And they hope that they can get them into some social studies dopey class. They're, they would love it if they could come out with some worthless degree like women's studies and gender studies, knowing they can't get a job, knowing they're going to be saddled with $300,000 in debt they can't pay off. And then they're going to now be really angry at, you know, conservatives. I mean, it's just this really, it's a, yeah. it's a really insidious, toxic, cynical, you know, agenda that's being perpetrated. And the sad thing is, is that, you know, kids and their futures are being destroyed in the process. You can get Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality and American Education. And if you're going to be in CPAC in D.C. at the end of the month, you can come meet me and Bob because we're going to be there hanging around. <laughs> right? I look forward to it. All right. Thanks, Bob. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Now, stay tuned because we've got more Andrea Keisha show coming up. We're going to be rolling into our final segment. We got a little PC baby segment coming at y'all. And this week's Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And yeah, I'm going to be talking about a little gun control. Wearing my NRA hat here on the AK Show. Come on back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. 
Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple Touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday. We are rolling into our final segment here. So um, in Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my buddy Julio Rivera, in case you guys <laughs> didn't recognize Woo! that. It's Friday night. Yeah. That's Julio, the conservarican. All right. So um, in Houston, there were four officers who were serving a warrant on a suspected some suspected drug dealers. They were shot. Um, horrible situation down there. Our hearts go out to any time a community suffers this kind of situation. However, Houston Police Chief Art Acevedo said that officers don't need prayers from elected officials. They need the passage of more gun control. Uh, he goes on to say, we don't elect people to pray for us. We elect people to lead us. I appreciate your prayers, but the question is, what are policymakers willing to do besides prayers to address a public health epidemic? He wants assault weapons ban, a high-capacity magazine ban, and a requirement background check for private gun sellers at gun shows. Um, you know, the, the I got a lot of problems with this. I get the tensions are high, but let me tell you, what kind of law enforcement leadership? He's he's calling for leadership. I don't get any kind of law enforcement leadership that reacts with an emotion-based, non-fact-filled, political agenda-driven policy push like this. That's not cool, man. Wrong. Particularly since it's not fact-based. Particularly since what he's pushing for not only doesn't provide any solution, it actually can make the matters worse. I.e., take a look at Chicago. Case in point, in terms of some stats, according to the Department of Justice, fewer than 3% of prisoners who used guns for crimes acquired those guns at a gun show or in retail. That's not how they're getting them. That's not how the San Bernardino terrorists got the guns before they shot up a Christmas party. Yeah, we need leadership, but this ain't it. And if I was in Houston, I'd be calling for this dude to be taken out. He's no better than Sheriff Lefty Gun Grab on the heels of Parkland. Okay. Anyway, we got to move on to a new segment here that was ingeniously come, crafted by the man, DJ Carrot Sticks. 
What do you call in this segment, baby? This is PC Babies. Oh, look at the PC Babies. Oh, look, more PC Babies. They're everywhere. Squirt at these PC Babies. <laughs> yes, this segment is called PC Babies, and we're going to point out some really crazy politically correctness going on. Okay. <laughs> and and, and today, today's comes to us from uh, Major League Baseball. Ooh, who okay. decided that they're no longer going to use the phrase the DL, the disabled list, okay. for players that are still on the rosters but can't play. Okay. Now they're going to be on the injured list because disabled could offend people. <laughs> <laughs> now, the disabled list has been around since 1966, so it's not like 100 years or long since baseball has been around, but everybody calls it the DL it's, it, nobody's going to call it the injured list, and I'm just thinking. Well, especially since injured, somebody could somebody could say that in the wrong way, and then somebody could say you call an engines. I mean that you know. I mean that this is how insane it is because people are looking to be offended. What does disabled means? It means you're not able physically to perform the task for which you've been hired. It's not like they're being called the blank tarred list or the handicap list or i mean where does it end well it makes me think of uh on some of the things it says disable ringer or enable ringer on little text messages or there's this to disable something is used in a lot of yeah I mean, they're, they're, literally, we got to ask where this is going to end because at some point, there's going to be some group of people that are going to say, "You know what? I'm injured, and I was injured in an in an accident, or injured on the job, or some, was shot somehow injured, and now I'm triggered that somebody used the injured word, or that this you know this makes inj- victims of you know injured victims of some kind of violent crime considered diminished. I mean, it, it's it's insane." It's it really is. It is. Too it's, many PC babies out there. Too many PC babies out there. Um, speaking of insanity, I've got a little global insanity story for you. There's a, and this story went viral. It's a man out of India. His name is Raphael Samuel. And he did a YouTube video that went viral because he announced that he was going to sue his parents, claiming that they didn't give him they didn't get his consent before they decided to bring him into Say the what? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't get his consent. Okay, so because they didn't get, he says, if we are born without our consent, we should be maintained for life. We should be paid by our parents to live. Interesting. DJ Carrot Sticks is like, I wonder if my my folks are listening. Maybe they might be willing to write me a little checky poo. Back home. Yeah. He says to children, I would like to say, do not do anything for your parents if you do not want to. If you want to, if you truly, genuinely feel like it, do it. But this this thing about. That his your parents should support you. Well, wait a second, dude. Your parents had parents, so how are they going? How are your parents going to be able to support you if your grandparents aren't supporting them? And then the grandparents were supposed to be supported by the great grandparents. So what if your grandparents are still alive, but the great grandparents aren't? Okay. With a funny twist to this story, though, and serious, and, and the reason why I'm talking about it is because this is literally where the left is going to go. Because what this does is it diminishes families. It diminishes parenting. It diminishes the parent-child relationship because he goes on to say, uh, they basically describe how, you know, they had him for their joy and their pleasure. And it's basically all about demonizing parenting. This is also, this This then leads into and is basically a backhanded, round-the-world way to justify abortion. But the interesting twist on this 
is that his parents, his mother says, I must admire my son's temerity. I love Indian humor. I must admire my son's temerity to want to take his parents to court, knowing both of us are lawyers. She she goes on to say, if Raphael could come up with a rational explanation as to how we could have sought his consent to be born, I will accept my fault. Dude, you just lost before the case ever got heard. I think they should charge him for life. Yeah. Uh, You know, a monthly fee for life given. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, those parents actually are in the running for me as hero of the week because, you know, I, I, I don't, I haven't, usually what we have here in the States is we have parents, some kid pushes back and says, I want something and they get it. You know, this is, this is partly to blame for this transgender thing too, because we've got parents that whatever the kid demands or whatever kid wants in life, or the parents are being told they got to say, yes, they got to go along with it. And now they got to go along with it under threat from the government or, or you're, you know, they're, they got to go along with it anyway, or they can be charged with abuse like we saw in Ohio. So anyway, uh, my hero of the week and stink of the week, DJ carrot sticks, you got a suggestion for hero of the week and stink? No. Not that comes to my head right now. Well, I'm glad you said Good that. Good old Trump. I mean, Trump's well, always there of the week. I like this. I like this speech. Well, that's. I'm glad you said that. And the reason why I asked is because this was a really hard week for me to come up with here of the week and stink of the week, because it was just so few hero stuff and so much stink. But like, how do you narrow down the stink? So I have to say that my hero of the week is Donald Trump. His State of the Union address, yes, it was missing some education pieces, but in an, I mean, there's only so much he had to focus and prioritize. And there was it was so well-crafted. It so exposed the left for the anti-American, anti-Israel, baby-killing machine devoid of any value of life, any value of Judeo-Christian traditions and values that this this country stand for. He also blew apart, dis- completely dismantled and destroyed all of their attacks on him about what and, and his desire to make America great again. Completely dismantled it. And then he asked them to choose greatness. It's it's a shame to me that I th- I think I heard that the viewership, like 80-something million Americans saw it out of 300 million. I don't know how that compares to past State of the Union addresses. It should be mandatory to, to play those uh, in, in schools, even if it's a Democrat president, because it was absolutely amazing. And I can only imagine if 70-something percent of respondents saw that speech favorably. Can you imagine if, if all of the voting Americans, 300 million Americans saw that speech, it was absolutely extraordinary. And he continues to be the de facto here of the week because of the courage he's, we don't know what's going to happen. I think, um, Monday, I think is the deadline. The 15th. No, is the 15th. Maybe it's next Friday. I can't remember exactly. Uh, we're, I think we're five days away at this point from the deadline on reaching a deal on, on the border. Uh, you know, he's, he's one man trying to do it all by himself with no party to help him whatsoever. And he's doing it under the target with a target on his back from a weaponized United States government. And so absolutely extraordinary. The stink of the week has to be the, I, I think it's a tie. It's a tie between the racist stench coming out of Virginia, racist sexual assault accu- accused sexual assault coming out of Virginia and the Democrat party and their hypocrisy behind it. It is the 15th uh, for the deadline coming up, but tied to that has got to be AOC and backed by Bob. uh, I think Markey 
as well as other Democrats, backing this fear-mongered ruse to turn America into Venezuela. Nothing but a soulless, blatant, despicable power grab on the part of the Democrats. And you know what? It stunk so bad that it backfired on him. Thank you all for being here tonight. I appreciate a great week. Hope you all have a wonderful, magical weekend. We're going to be right back here Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Have a great weekend. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.